Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great to have you with us this Wednesday afternoon on Sports Day. It is Paul Heath with you. Keep the text coming on the temperate bedshed text machine 0487 736 736. Or even better, give us a call this afternoon on 13 12 55 if you have any best 22 of 2023 nominations to come through. Our team is getting pretty full, but uh, there's always room for one more. That temperate bedshed, uh, bedshed text line is there. Thanks to Bedshed, experts in temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases. Check the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com.au. And uh, coming up next, it's time for chats with mates and get yourself $20 off for five months with Mate Internet uh, at the moment with Mate, which is fantastic. As we uh, turn our attention to Tristan Lavalette from ESPN Crick Info to uh, catch up on a bit of cricket with the uh, Prime Minister's 11 match undergoing and also the Big Bash League about to get underway tomorrow afternoon. Let's chat about it all with Tristan. Good afternoon to you, Tristan. Hi, Paul. How's it going? Good, mate. Thank you so much for the time uh, this afternoon. Now, the Prime Minister's 11 match underway. Pakistan, 324 in a day. Uh, some pretty good runs out there. Were, were, were there any surprises for you from Pakistan and also their uh, sort of application to the tour match? Not particularly because uh, they have sort of promised to undergo a bit of a, I guess, a, a baseball style approach, <laughs> which seems to be a bit in vogue these days, of course. Mm. Um, so they, uh, yeah, they, they started pretty aggressively um, in the, on the first day of the tour. Um, obviously, the conditions in Canberra are a lot different to what it's probably going to be like in Perth, a bit of a slower pitch in uh, Canberra and batting friendly, which probably not going to be the case in Perth. There's uh, expectations that it's going to be fast and bouncy. So it's, uh, but still, it's a very good start for Pakistan. So they'll be happy with the captain, uh, their new captain, Shah Massoud, getting a century. So um, a pretty solid first up effort, I think, from Pakistan. Jordan Buckingham was uh, probably the pick of the bowlers today. Uh, didn't know a lot about him before today's match. He had great rhythm across his spells, picked up three wickets. Uh, looks a good prospect. Yeah, yeah, this has been good form for South Australia in the Shield this season. So he's pretty young. I think he's about 24. He's sharp, um, not express pace, but you know, sort of in the mid 130s. But he can swing it around. Uh, good line and length. So I reckon he's he's probably not um, sort of close to the, the Test team at the moment. Obviously, there's a, quite a, a line of uh, young bowlers sort of waiting to uh, to get in at the moment. But he's Probably one, I reckon, to look out for in the future, probably maybe even the Ashes, uh, the next Ashes 2 and 27, uh, if not before. 
Mm, looks like, uh, yeah, good bowler for one of those uh, pitches. Uh, we had a text earlier from Big Al wondering why um, seven Australian bowlers got a roll today, but Cam Green not bowling at the moment. Is there a hold on him rolling the arm over? Did he just not get used today? Uh, anything you noticed or know about that? Yeah, there's. Uh, I think he was only going to bat in this match. Mm. So I think they're just uh, a little bit uh, mindful of his... Uh, well, he hasn't played a whole heap, actually, in recent times, as we discussed last time. He, he played in the, the Shield match, of course, um, against Queensland. Uh, didn't play a lot in uh, the World Cup. But, of course, he's been uh, abroad for a long, long time. Is it a pretty taxing year? So I think they're just sort of easing him into the the summer a little bit. Um, he's probably unlikely to play in the first test. I think Mitch Marsh is, is going to get the nod, um, even though Cam Green batted very well against uh, Queensland last week. So he's put his hand up, but I think Mitch Marsh will get the nod. And I think they're just going to be pretty cautious with, with Cam Green. So he's unlikely to bowl in the match, um, but it'll be interesting to see how he goes with the bat. Uh, Shah Masood and Baba Azam, as we're saying, occupying the crease for some great practice time. Uh, how is the Pakistan lineup shaping up for the first test? Are we pretty much seeing the 11 that you think they'll choose uh, in this game? Yeah, I think they've predominantly got the, the lineup. Um, it's an interesting team with Pakistan because they've um, a little bit shorthanded. They don't have uh, a couple of their quicks, and I've seen Shah's injured. Harris, Ralph, actually, contentiously, has actually chosen to play in the BBL over um, Pakistan, which is interesting. Um, But certainly with the bat, I think uh, it's pretty much their lineup, And they do have some talent, obviously. As you mentioned, uh, Shamasud, the the captain, has started well. Um, Baba Azam looked in pretty good nick, um, made 40. Uh, He's the key, I think. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's arguably the... Best, uh, you know, one of the best batters in the world when he's going. So he, he batted very well the last time he was in Australia for a Test series in 2019, made a century. So he's uh, they're going to really rely on him to to thwart, thwart the Australian attack um, early here in Perth. But look, it looks like a very very difficult ask for Pakistan. They coming into uh, this series with a lot of upheaval behind the scenes, which isn't unfamiliar, uh, unfortunately, for Pakistan. But it's, uh, it's, things have sort of gone awry for them uh, behind the scenes. So it's already, it looks like a, a very daunting mission for, for them against Australia. They haven't won a test match in Australia since uh, 1995. So um, I think uh, it looks like sort of mission possible. But let's just hope they're at least competitive. So looking at their bowling attack, I'm not quite familiar with uh, any of the guys that they've uh, picked in the 11 for the Prime Minister's 11 match. Uh, what can we expect uh, from the Pakistan bowling attack this summer? Is there you know, a couple of quicks? Is there a couple of spinners? Uh, yeah, what, what's to be expected from their bowling attack? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting because obviously Pakistan usually have such a um, wealth of uh, bowlers and such a formidable uh, pace attack, but... It's not quite the case at the moment. As I mentioned, they've a little bit short-handed. Um, Shine Shafridi's their main uh, hope with the, the ball, but he's not playing in the match. Uh, I'm not sure if he's being rested or he's uh, just uh, not playing. But he, he's probably the their main uh, strike weapon. Um, they got Amir Jamal, who's um, only uncapped at test level, shown a little bit 
in um, T20 cricket. Uh, he's someone who might be able to, to have a bit of an impact for them. Um, Abriya Ahmed is a, a leg spinner. Um, again, someone who hasn't played a whole heap of uh, test cricket. I think he's only played about uh, six matches, but he's got a pretty formidable record um, in his short career. Um, and he's, uh, I think, sort of in his mid-20s, uh, has done well on the subcontinent um, at home in Pakistan and uh, in Sri Lanka. But it's going to be another test here in Australia because uh, the key, obviously, on these wickets in Australia is usually bounce. So whether um, uh, their bowlers can extract that bounce and make it uncomfortable, uncomfortable for the Australian batters um, remains to be seen. So Harris, Bancroft, Renshaw, Green, all in the side, all waiting for a bat. What's on the line in this as it's been easy to be swept up in the rhetoric? And what do you think will happen for whoever does score the most runs here or looks the best? Is there a spot waiting for them after those three tests of the David Warner farewell tour? Well, it should be. I think, uh, look, it seems to be that the selectors aren't really confident um, (laughs) with any of them, to be honest. Otherwise, I think they'll probably be, one of them would probably be playing because uh, David Warner's really only hung on to his spot, um, you know, by by a thread. Really, um, he, his form hasn't been good for for probably the last couple of years at Test level. So uh, it probably indicates that the selectors don't have the confidence um, on the guys underneath. Uh, even though Cameron Bancroft, in particular, has had a couple of outstanding Shield seasons. So. Uh, so I'd say he probably should be the next in line, um, but Renshaw uh, has also started the Shield season pretty well. Marcus Harris hasn't. I think the pressure is probably most on him to perform here. Um, but certainly for Cameron Bancroft, if he can get a, a century uh, against Pakistan, that's certainly going to, I think, probably edge him ahead um, to replace David Warner. Usman Kawaja's comment on uh, picking class over form, saying you can't pick teams on form, you've got to pick teams on who you think the best player is. Class is always permanent, form is always temporary. Do you think that's just uh, an opinion that he has, or do you think that's an opinion which is within the Australian uh, cricket team? Yeah, I think uh, if you look at historically, I think Australian uh, selectors usually do go for class and Mm guys who uh, they believe there was always uh, a long time ago. Mark War, of course, kept uh, basically keeping spot towards the end just purely on his uh, sort of class and reputation, even though uh, there were a whole bunch of guys at Shield level who were making a lot of runs. And I think that uh, sort of mantra has held throughout uh, the, the decade. So, look, I'm not sure why um, someone like Cameron Bancroft's not getting a, a go. I think uh, there has been some sort of perception over him that he perhaps doesn't have that class that you sort of mentioning maybe at that next level. But uh, I think he's got the runs on the board, uh, shield level. He's got the form. Uh, he hasn't played test cricket for four years. Uh, so I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to show that he does have the class at test level. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see which way they go. But mm. there's still uh, a little bit of work to be done yet. 
Always a bit more to shake out, but uh, something that is about to happen very, very soon is a Big Bash League 13 about to get underway tomorrow afternoon. Let's uh, run through a couple of teams and uh, their hopes and also uh, some of the imports that they have for the season. We'll start off with the champions, of course, over here in WA, the Scorchers, last year's winners. Uh, Zach Crawley only available for around the first six games. Laurie Evans is back following his positive doping test and a list of the usual robust and reliable cricketers rounding out at the Scorchers roster. How do you see them going this season? Well, I think they're the favourites. <laughs> Until <laughs> someone knocks them over, I think they deserve uh, to be the favourites. We've just seen it so many times over the years, back-to-back champs. They've pretty much got a, you know, pretty much the same team uh, as last season. So it's hard to see them not at least challenging. Of course, there's always the availability of, of players. Um, yeah, Zach Crawley, not going to play such a huge part, but still should be fairly important. They have to, he'll probably replace uh, Cameron Bancroft, who's uh, departed to the Sydney Thunder. Uh, so he'll probably bat at the top. Um, but a name that might play, uh, might actually bat at the top, is uh, Cooper Connolly, mm. actually, who's uh, a guy who could play a big part this season. We saw what he could do in the, the final, of course, uh, helped win the match there against the Heat, but he's someone I think he could be the breakout player actually for not only the Scorchers, but maybe even in the BBL um, with his pretty handy spin bowling, but he's got very aggressive batting and he could be a chance to even open um, for the Scorchers. So I think, uh, yeah, I, I I think uh, Scorchers, no doubt, will be uh, a title contender. Fingers crossed for Cooper as well. Brisbane Heat uh, have the tough bit of four players missing out uh, their opening match because of the Prime Minister's 11 game. They'll be spurned on by the defeat in the finals to the Scorchers last year. Uh, Also going to have to fight a bit of late availability with some of the big names missing the finals as well. Yeah, I mean, look, they would be pretty gutted for what happened last season, of course. I mean, they were so close to... To winning um, and uh, just fell short, it would have been quite an incredible uh, victory for them because they came through the, the long way. Um, but this season, I'm sure they want to start uh, a lot better than they did last year. And they've got uh, Colin Monroe and Sam Billings, who um, they kept. They, there was talk that they would have to choose between them in the draft, but they were able to retain. So they've also got a guy who could be quite interesting from uh, England, who's a pretty reliable player in domestic cricket over there, a guy called Paul, Paul Walter, who mm. is a, a pretty aggressive middle-order batter, who one of those uh, sort of specialist, uh, you know, T20 players now that's in vogue that probably most uh, people here have never heard of. Uh, he hasn't played <laughs> international cricket, but he's someone to watch out for because, uh, yeah, the Heat probably won't have uh, Kawaja or... Uh, Labuschagne for most of the season, uh, even though Labuschagne's probably not really a T20 specialist anyway. But uh, no, I think the the Heat will uh, will probably should make the finals at least. I would say. Uh, Adelaide Strikers, another team pinching a bit of Scorchers talent in search of the special sauce. Uh, this time they've taken David Payne. They'll miss Alex Carey during the Test series, but it looks like their three imports will be available for the whole season, which is pretty critical. It is, uh, but they're going to look uh, a little bit different without uh, Rashid Khan, of course, mm. uh, who's injured with a, a back injury, and he's um, pulled out, unfortunately, of the BBL. I mean, that's just a, a huge loss for not only the strikers, but for the BBL as a whole. He's such a, a talisman and 
and uh, he really leads that attack. But, yeah, they've got some pretty impressive um, quicks themselves. I mean, they've got guys who South Australia have stacked with a lot of uh, young quick talent at the moment, and the strikers have uh, leaned towards them. Guys like Henry Thornton, who we saw last season, had that incredible 5-3 against the, the Thunder when they were bought out for 15 um, Brendan Doggett's had a very good um, shield season. He's very quick. He's another guy to watch out for. Um, and with the bat, uh, I mean, they're going to rely heavily with on Matthew Short, uh, who I believe um, is going to be named the captain mm. uh, of the Strikers. Uh, it's uh, with Travis Head, unlikely to figure in, in too many matches, of course, um, during the season. So uh, Matthew Short was the player of the tournament last summer um, and uh, he he's uh, played for Australia recently in the, the T20I series in, in India so he's a really uh, just all round uh, T20 cricketer who can open the bowling with his spinners and also a very good fielder so he's a, a player another player who we should really keep an eye on because I think you might see him across um, formats for Australia in the future. And one last one before we let you go, Tristan, the Renegades or the Dad's Army, as uh, I've been calling them around the office. Uh, Quinton de Kock will join from the T10 comp. Uh, Siddle, Zampa, Finch, Marsh amongst the names on their roster. What are the hopes for those guys this season? Yeah, I mean, they've really lent on uh, experienced players. So. <laughs> We'll see how that strategy goes. I mean, it's uh, probably a little bit different to maybe some of the other teams who are leaning on perhaps youth. But, uh, yeah, Quentin de Kock uh, is obviously the the, the big name uh, marquee player overseas, uh, probably of the, the tournament, really. Um, but he's not going to play too many matches, I think, roughly around six uh, games. Um, and, yeah, with their, their attack, they've got Siddle and Zampa and... Um, uh, Nathan Lyon, we'll see how many games he plays. Um, he's been recruited there. So uh, interesting um, sort of uh, strategy from the Renegades. I mean, it will be uh, interesting to see how many games they, they do play and whether they can stand up. But their batting looks a little bit fragile. The, the guy I'm probably most interested in watching is Jake Fraser-McGurk, who we've seen absolutely light up uh, the Marsh Cup for South Australia this season, whether he can do it on the BBL stage um, will be really intriguing because he's got all the shots. He's an absolute uh, draw car when he's going. We haven't seen it yet in the BBL. Uh, maybe this year's his time. Tristan, love your work, mate. Thanks so much for joining us on Sports Day WA. We'll uh, continue following it on ESPN Crick Info. No worries, Paul. Have a good one. That's Tristan Lavalette from ESPN Crick Info giving us a bit of a uh, preview for the Big Bash League a competition which gets underway tomorrow afternoon and also a bit of an insight into the Prime Minister's 11 match with uh, Pakistan getting to six for 324 at the end of day one. We'll be right back just after this on Sports Day and that was thanks to Chats with Mates. $20 off for five months with Mate Internet. Use the promo code SAVE20. That is S-A-V-E 2-0 with mate internet use promo code save 20 with mate internet and sports day thanks to nutrient ag solutions going further for australian farmers you can find your local branch at nutrient.com.au we'll be back with some more best 22 of 2023 just after this